Hey, hey. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Okay. Yay. Megan, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. I cannot believe this is the first time you've been on. I know. I know. It's crazy. Good morning. How are you? Doing awesome. So Megan and I have done lots of stuff together. We've work together. She's worked on me. So actually like the backstory of this, she was my first therapist. So thank you, Megan, for making that a good experience for me. Oh, I feel like, you know, therapy is so funny. I I think that when you're ready, the teacher shows up, right? And so you can enter therapy at different points in your life, but if you're just not ready to heal, like you, you're, you don't, you know, you don't have the resources to do it in a way that's safe, then I think it can deter you from staying with it. So yeah. you were, you were ready. Not well, me. The thing is, is, and I don't know, I'm super thankful that I got connected with you because I don't think I've, I may have never done therapy, but shout out to my family doctor in state college, because he said, when I got diagnosed with cancer, he said, Kirsten, do you want to go see a therapist and talk about cancer? And I was like, okay, sure. Why not? And so that's how it happened. And I would tell all my friends that, you know, once I started going to see you, I was like, we don't talk about cancer. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing because I don't know, just based on, you know, my life up till up until then, if I would have ever made the jump. And now I just appreciate that aspect of health a lot. So I think even, I think even if, um, I don't know. And like you said, like some people are not ready and I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast either way. Uh, but I think it can be like a regular doctor where you do a checkup, but if you're having an issue, maybe absolutely, yeah. More. Tell us a little bit about yourself from a professional side. Yes, I will. But one thing I was going to add too about what you were saying is it's not uncommon for people to come into therapy at a season in their life when everything's okay, meaning um, maybe their children are not toddlers anymore, financially they're stable, things are going okay in their relationships, and they're wondering like, why am I all of a sudden riddled with anxiety or riddled with fear, or why am I crushed with depression? And what I always tell people is that, when you are in a season of life that requires major demand from you, like let's say raising little people or in college, start, you know, figuring out your career stuff or in a new relationship, you really don't have time 
to go deep with your feelings. It's sort of like concrete, get up, feed children, get dressed, take care of your house, pay your bills, rinse and repeat. Right. So, um, you know, people say all the time, like, Oh, why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I do this earlier? And a lot of times we don't do it earlier because there's no way that we could really focus and be vulnerable with our feelings and go to those places unless we are completely safe in other aspects of our life. So I just wanted to address that. Right. That's good. And sometimes I feel like if we're in survival mode, yeah, then we can't even go there. Um, yes. I don't know. Is that accurate? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So a little bit about my background is um, I'm the youngest of four children. And when I was in eighth grade, all of my siblings were uh, in college. So things were quiet at the house. And at the time, my mom, who had been a stay-at-home mom for over 20 years, decided to go back to school and get her master's in social work. And so there would be all these books on the dining room table, and she would be doing her papers, and she would be studying. And I was absolutely fascinated by the material. And it would be not uncommon for my parents to find me at the dining room table reading her books or helping with her with her papers. So thanks to her courage to kind of find a career at 50. I mean, she went back to school at 50. That gives um, me the chills. Yeah. And yes. She had a huge practice until she was 75 years old. So it's never too late to do what you want. But anyway, that's how I got into sort of counseling and healing. And I have always been interested in people's stories. Always, always, always. I've always been a detail person. And for me, I wanted to kind of like find a way to make money doing what I love, which is listening to stories. And essentially, that's what I do, right? I listen to stories and then I figure out what the pattern is and what you were brought up in and how you are as an adult recreating that pattern unconsciously in your adult life. And in some cases, passing that on to the next generation. So that's sort of a a quick version, but yay! that story was so good. And I feel like we can all say like, there's so many lessons in that little, the origins origin story for you. I love that. And, you know, I want us all to think about if we can take a piece of that, like, of course you should, and we want you to make money doing what you love. Like, so like, let's take a look at that and, and make sure I'm super thankful. I get to make money doing what I love. And before we hit record, uh, actually Karen and I were talking about that, you know, you have these clues in your life that kind of lets you, like you had that clue of being interested in the books. Yeah. And then we have this opportunity to either follow or not, or just be like, this is what I do, but we all have the opportunity. It's never too late. Yay. I'm so excited you went into that. And I can't remember where I heard the quote. I want to say it's Wayne Dyer who is passed on, but he is, was a major self-help guru who's written many books. And I think one of his quotes was, um, 
energy flows where inspiration goes. So a clue to figuring out what our gifts are and where we need to go in the direction of our careers is always where we have energy and where we're excited and not necessarily following Although there's a piece to that, but not necessarily looking at things from a practical perspective, but what am I excited about? What gives me energy? What inspires me? And if we can just kind of in our day-to-day lives, pay attention to that, that is, that will lead us to our path. That's so good. Hey, hey, thanks for listening. I wanted to introduce to you a few of my friends who are also entrepreneurs, small businesses who I think are making a great impact. Here they are. Hi, I'm Beth with The Grounded Canary. For as long as I can remember, I have loved sitting at the feet of others. Miracles happen there in that space of compassion and connection. When hopes, dreams, pains, and loss can be expressed and shared, life changes. This is how I see my role as your life coach. I'm here to be present and to reflect you back to yourself without judgment. We all could use less of that, couldn't we? I see you. And I would love to come alongside you to see you fly. Check out thegroundedcanary.com for more information. Take care. Hi, I'm Marin Walseth with Elevating Leaders. Are you striving for more in 2021? Do you need to pivot yet again, but aren't sure which move is the right move to make? I'm a business and leadership coach. I partner with business owners to design a one-page plan, nailing down objectives, strategies, and action plans to elevate their business. I want to support you as you upgrade your skills to elevate your life. Find me at marnwalseth.com. That's M-A-R-E-N-W-A-L-S-E-T-H. Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Hi, I'm Amy Hovey, your Edward Jones financial advisor. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And we'll partner to help your strategy stay on track. Contact me today at 989-772-0153. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Okay, sweet. Now let's get back to our workshop. Okay, so talk to us about the times when we don't have the enthusiasm, we don't have the inspiration and the energy, we have these anxious thoughts happening dead inside yeah like come on talk to us about when we feel like these anxious thoughts so like first let's have you speak on when it just kind of comes by surprise all of a sudden you're worrying about something that was like oh that's a surprise can you talk to us about that first and I know you'll go into like the patterns too later yeah yeah so I think Oftentimes, and especially as women, we do this, right? If we are feeling particularly anxious about something, we assume that it's got to be big, right? Like it's got to be some big event. Okay. And oftentimes I, I always tell people, and for myself, I always hit the basics, right? Like, have you covered the basics? Did you have enough water? Are you going to the bathroom regularly? Um, did you eat? a good night's sleep are you watching uh shows that you know are kind of dark like first things first because a lot of times I'll talk to people and they're like I'm so anxious I'm so anxious I don't know why and I'll say okay about how much water do you have a day water (laughs) what's that (laughs) I poke and it's like well start with the basics so I let's keep it really really simple 
right? Because this stuff can feel scary and complex. When you're having a bad day or when you're feeling super triggered, first things first, basic. Did I drink water? Did I eat? Did I eat the right kinds of foods? Like what's going on? Did I get enough sleep? Yeah. That's so self-care. Yeah. So quick question on that. Yeah. And I don't know if this, I is- need to sip my water. Now I'm thirsty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. See? Look at that association. Good job. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So if, I don't know if this is like similar for all people or it's just super individual, but can we, you said the word triggered. And Mm -hmm. so could we be aware of like, maybe we're going to be triggered and feeling anxious thoughts. Like, is there a way to catch it before we like completely spiral? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yes. So again, like insight always helps us break patterns, but most of the time we are unconsciously participating in our day without knowing how or what is triggering us, right? right? So again, go back to the basics, pay attention. Like, are there certain times of day you get triggered? Are there certain people? What's yeah. happening? And so our bodies are so smart. They'll always tell us what's going on. Like for me, when I'm around somebody that's triggery, mm-hmm. I feel it in my chest. Like it gets really, really tingly. Um, and so that is... You know, interestingly enough, when I was like single and dating, I used to think that was a sign that I was attracted to somebody and it was like my intuition warning me to stay away. But I was like, oh my God, (laughs) lust. It was not lust. Side note. (laughs) Definitely not lust. That's a whole other thing. But I was like attracting like the pain that I wanted or Mm -hmm. was familiar with. So I felt familiar with. Wow. Yeah. So pay attention physically to your body. Where do you feel it? Some people feel it in their throat. Some people feel it in their chest. Some people feel it in their stomachs. Um, But usually this area is like where you're going to feel it somewhere in here. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So then when we feel ourselves, like when we notice a pattern, when you were saying that, I was like, yes, this summer, I realized every Tuesday I was more anxious and on edge. And I was like, what is happening with Tuesdays? Like, let's figure this out. And I realized for, since I don't have a thyroid, I talked earlier about having thyroid cancer. And so since I don't have a thyroid, I take artificial hormone, thyroid hormone, right? And so my dosage was in a way that it was more on Tuesdays to get enough over the week. And, um, and this is like a total aside, but make sure everyone listening, like think you are an expert on yourself. Like Absolutely. my doctor couldn't have said, oh, like my doctor couldn't have figured this out. My therapist couldn't have figured this out. But I noticed when I had that extra thyroid hormone on Tuesdays, I was more anxious. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I stopped taking that extra amount on, I did ask my endocrinologist if it was okay after I did it um, <laughs> to see if it would work. Of course, I'm an experimenter after all, but yeah, it did made a difference yeah, in yeah. that. So that's such good advice. What if we're in it then we're like, okay, didn't see this coming. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to figure it out for the future, but we're in it right now. Do you have any suggestions for us in those anxious thoughts? Yes. So again, we're going back to the basics and we want to look at anxiety in terms of prevention, Mm 
um, and self-care versus reactive, right? So one of the best ways to really start your day is to have some time alone quietly with your thoughts um, in a quiet space without noise where you are just starting your day. I think so often our lives are demanding, especially in a pandemic when many of us are working from home and doing homeschool with the kids or, you know, whatever it is, it's like you start the day with that adrenaline going, going, going. And that is such a recipe for anxiety all day long. So I would say preventatively, if you could figure out, I don't even care if it's five minutes of quiet time before you have to talk to anyone or interact, Mm -hmm. which is like really quiet, setting your intentions for the day. Today, my intention for the day is peace and to take care of myself. It doesn't even have to be like a big goal. It can just be peace to do everything today with peace. Um, And so you always want to kind of ground your mind before it grounds you, Mm -hmm. right? So all of our thoughts, anxiety, fear, all of this stuff takes place in our head and it goes, 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 and it's disconnected from our body. So one of the things that I find super helpful is when I'm feeling jacked up with the list of all the things I have to do, I sort of close my eyes and see if you can do it with me now. And I sort of shift my focus from my head thoughts to my center, my chest, and kind of stay present with the energy in your chest. And this is where you want to keep your power and your focus as you go about your day. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, if you are struggling, you're in your head and everything's in your head. I have to go do this and I have to go do that. And then I have to go grocery shopping and then I have to cook and then I come right back here. Yeah. So a really, one of my tricks is uh, red lights and stop signs. Whenever I see them in the car, that's my cue. Like, am I, am I coming from my chest or my head? Yeah. Do you see how the energy changed? Yeah. I was like, (sighs) yeah. So everybody's like, it's, these are easy, easy, easy ways to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So So starting your day quietly, going from your head to your chest, making sure you are eating, drinking. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. And we'll get into the, from an exercise standpoint after Megan has to go and in this group coaching session here, because when you have that, like adrenaline, all that stuff going on, the cortisol spike, Yes. where it's a real issue is if we do nothing about it. So Megan gave a great strategy to center ourselves and to have a regular practice of it. I love that too. Mm -hmm. So the stop signs and red Red lights our practice. Right. And so the same thing, like when your body has cortisol, we need to do something with it. So exercise as a way to do something with it. Right. And the other day, uh, in class, 
I saw, I noticed someone yawning at the end. This was like in my little square, I saw you yawning. Um, uh, but, and I was really interested in that. I said, do you always yawn during exercise? And I asked her some questions in our cool down. And she was saying, and I loved her perspective on this. Who knows if it's right or not? Like, it's fine. Like yawning has like, lots of different theories around it. It's kind of like dreams. So let's not even go with what the right answer is, but she's like, I just feel relaxed after exercising. Mm, and I yeah. was like, yay, let's go with that. Yes. Let's yeah. So anxiety doesn't have to be scary, right? Um, we want, again, we want to start out our day from a place of strength. And then one last thing, and I think it's probably the most important thing is whenever you feel anxious, just like offer extreme compassion to that anxiety, to that, like imagine the anxiety is a newborn baby or a puppy, whichever works better for you. And you are just gonna hold that newborn gently. Like, okay, anxiety, I see you, I, I hear you, and I am going to stay with you until you feel better because what do we do when we feel anxious why do I feel anxious yep that's what I do <laughs> we, we get anxious about being anxious which yeah. makes us anxious which makes us more anxious which then probably makes us like mean to the people around us right mm -hmm. so I think like compassion whatever it is that you feel anxious sad depleted scared you just want to offer that complete acceptance and hugs. And I promise you that will transform the anxiety. So compassion. And then the, the last thing yeah. is like, say no, take care of yourself, check out when you need to. Like yesterday, it felt like I had a bazillion things to do. And at seven o'clock, I was like done. And there were 500 other things that had to be done. And I went to bed and I fell asleep by seven 30. And my thought process was like, tomorrow's a new day with new energy. Yeah. Do not push yourself around to get things done. You've got to figure out a way to close down your day yeah. and start anew. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So those are some tidbits. You guys can find me at Fritz Stanger. What is the website? Fritzstanger.com. We're in state college, but we're really doing telehealth. I mean, so we can be anywhere. Um, and, you know, really my passion is I tell everybody, nothing is incurable. Everything is cured from within because you're worth it. You're worth feeling amazing. We are. And everyone answers in fitness inspired. I know like when Megan says we are worth it, say, I know, accept that. Yes. Megan, that was so good. Thank you. Yeah. Can I give her a hand? Okay, you don't so have to give me, give yourself a hand. You don't have to give me a hand. Um, but have a great day, everybody. And Kirsten, this it's always fun to hang out with you. So you guys have a good day and, um, take care of yourselves. Thank you, Megan. Bye. Thank you so much. See ya. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live With Podcast. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you could just make their day.